This is Financially Fit Radio with Corey Sickles from Safe Harbor Retirement Group. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Corey provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is Financially Fit Radio with Corey Sickles. Hello and welcome back to Financially Fit Radio. My name is Corey Sickles from Safe Harbor Retirement Group and Wealth Advisors. If you would like more information about what you hear during our show today, just give us a call at 614-760-0670. Or you can always visit us online at safeharboroh.com. And while you're on our website, you can click on that radio page, check out past shows, and subscribe to our program on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Also, feel free to check out our blog page at safeharboroh.com. And if you want to check out our YouTube page, just type in Safe Harbor Retirement Group and you can watch some videos on different types of financial topics. And please don't hesitate to reach out to us if you have any questions or if you want to set up a face-to-face meeting or even a conference call or even a Zoom call. Now, like many other financial programs out there, our talk Our show really talks a lot about 401k accounts, and with good reason. They're one of the foundational components of retirement for millions of Americans out there today. In fact, there's a good chance that many of you there, or, you know, many of you right now are listening, have your own 401k. But how well do you truly understand your 401k? You know, part of your paycheck funnels into your 401k so that you have a better chance of having that kind of retirement you truly want. But do you understand the details that really make it tick? The ins and outs of the 401k is the focus of today's show. But before we get rolling with that topic, let me introduce to you my co-host this week and every week, and that's Tony Shore. Tony, how are you today? Well, I'm doing good, Corey, and I've had a good week so far, just a little cold, (laughs) or a lot of cold. So uh, yeah, winter really hit in February this year, I guess, so... Uh, we're all kind of experiencing that. Uh, other than that, I'm fine. And thanks for having me on the show, by the way, because uh, this is good. I, I look forward to this each week. And this topic sounds like one that I can definitely relate to. And a lot of folks I know out there can as well. 401ks are pretty common or similar accounts like 403bs. And uh, But before we get into that, Corey, how have you been? Are you uh, staying out of the cold weather and uh, keeping busy yeah definitely staying out of the cold weather you know last year i didn't even get my uh snow blower out once this year i've already got it out three times and i'm sure it's <laughs> going to be adding up here over this over this week as well so um you know it's it's the last couple years have been you know pretty light True. this year we're really getting a good good winter here this february and Kind of can't wait for, uh, you know, March yeah. where it kind of gets a little bit warmer. But, you know, from a business standpoint, you know, it is pretty busy. Um, definitely, you know, today's topic is something that comes up anytime I'm talking about, you know, financial plans. Yeah. Definitely is our 401ks. Everybody seems to have one, whether it's a 401k, thrift, you know, a thrift savings plan or a 403b or anything like that. And uh, 
you know, I think today's going to be, you know, today's discussion will be, a, a, it's really a great topic, you know, to discuss just to make sure our listeners out there know exactly what a 401k day, you know, really what it, what it does and what it can do for them. Well, yeah. And I think it, it is a good topic because most people have a basic understanding of what a 401k is, but when it comes to all the moving parts and how it works, and I think some people might find that a little more challenging. So how do you want to start us off today? Well, you know, Tony, we're going to actually use an article from Investopedia, and the name of the article is titled 401k Plans the Complete Guide, and it really serves as a really great user-friendly guide. Though many of our listeners already have, you know, a basic understanding of the 401k, you know, but we're, we're going to kind of get into the details to describe them. You know, in simple terms, a 401k is a tax-advantaged retirement account that's typically provided by employers. An employee's contribution is often off, you know, automatically deducted from your paycheck. And in many cases, the employer matches the employee's contribution up to a certain limit. Additionally, there are two types of 401ks, the traditional and Roth, and their primary difference is in how they're going to be taxed. Well, it, it seems like taxes are always entering into the picture, no matter what we talk about. But uh, I think it, with traditional 401ks, uh, if I'm correct me if I'm wrong, but contributions are made with pre-tax dollars, and then it doesn't become taxable until you start to withdraw the money. But with a Roth, your contributions are made after taxes, which means withdrawals are tax-free. Is that right? Tony, you're exactly right with that. Um, another thing to note with the 401k, though, is that the employee is responsible for choosing their specific investments within their 401k plan, you know, from, the, from really the options um, that their employer does provide. Now, generally, you, you know, you'll choose from mutual funds and target date funds with a combination of stocks and bonds, you know, possibly that have a risk, you know, that have a risk allotment that's in harmony with your expected retirement date. Okay. So as most people probably know, 401ks do come with yearly contribution caps, though. What can you tell us about those? Yeah, Tony, you know, the max contribution amount that you can kick into your 401k is adjusted as needed for inflation. So in 2021, the employee contribution cap is $19,500 a year for folks under the age of 50, and it's $26,000 for those 50 and older. That larger, you know, cap for those 50 or older is what we call a catch-up contribution. Now, if you receive an employer contribution or if you choose to make additional non-deductible after-tax contributions to your 401k, you know, the max, you know, the, the max for the employee contribution for anyone under 50 uh, in 2021 is $58,000 or 100% of your salary, whichever is smaller. If you're 50 or older in 2021, that limit, you know, trends north to $64,500. So when it comes to an employer match, you know, formulas vary from company to company. You know, a common formula is, is to match, you know, 50 cents on the, you know, for every dollar an employee contributes up to a predetermined percentage of the employer's salary or the employee's salary. And it, what I what I normally see, Tony, is, you know, about a 6% match. But a good, but a good rule of thumb is to contribute at least that amount that's going to trigger the, you know, the the full employer contribution. So if they're going to match up to 6%, you want to do that because like we talked about on previous shows, you're just giving away free money. Yeah. 
Yeah, you don't want to leave money on the table, that's for sure. And making sure that you're properly managing and maximizing that 401k, that's a good reason right there to work with somebody like yourself, a financial services professional, uh, and have them on your team. Now, I'm curious if your employer offers both the traditional and the Roth 401k, can you contribute to both of them or do you have to pick one or the other? No, you can actually contribute to both of them, Tony, but you should note that your total contributions to the two accounts can't exceed the max for one of the accounts, which again is $19,500 for people under the age of 50. And again, you know, it's going to be the $26,000 if you're above the age of 50. You should also note that employer contributions can only be earmarked for traditional IRAs and not for Roth IRAs. So again, what you'd want to be able to do is be able to at least max out your you know, the employer contributions on your, four, you know, on your traditional uh, 401k. Right. right. And you meant 401k there. The traditional 401k, uh, the employer can't uh, that's the one the employer can do the match with, not the Roth 401k. And I, I think that's a that, critical that's, yeah, correct. that's a critical point for anybody out there thinking about splitting their money between a traditional 401k and a Roth 401k. So what can you tell us about taking 401k withdrawals, though? Yeah, that's a great question. You know, the most important thing to remember is that once your money is in your 401k, it's, it, it's a big task to get it back out without getting slapped with any type of penalty. Therefore, it's important to have enough money set aside for emergencies, you know, emergency fund like we've, you know, discussed on previous shows or things you may need or want before you retire. The bottom line is is don't put the, you know, in the entirety of your savings into a 401k. Reserve some in an easier to access rainy day fund where you won't have to pay substantial early, you know, withdrawal penalties or even maybe even have to take a loan out on that as well. Oh wow. Well, how hefty can those penalties be that you mentioned? Well, regardless, Tony, whether you have a traditional or a Roth 401k, you must at least be 59 and a half or in some cases age uh, 55. That's if you do retire. Um, but if you aren't, you're likely going to be facing a 10% early distribution penalty on top of the other taxes that you owe. Wow. So there are some circumstances out there where penalties don't apply. So it's important to understand all the rules. And I, what I would always recommend is you, uh, you know, work with a financial professional to make sure you understand um, how you might be penalized before you take that withdrawal from your 401k. How would you like to get this segment started, Corey? Well, again, I'm going to use a different Investopedia article, Tony, titled 401k Plans, The Complete Guide. And it does really a nice job of describing required minimum distributions, or as we refer to them in our industry as RMDs. You know, both traditional and Roth 401ks are subject to RMDs that your financial strategy should address. You know, once you have reached the age of 72, you're required to withdraw a, a certain percentage from your retirement account. And the way they calculate that is they use IRS tables that are based upon your own life expectancy. However, if you're still working and your 401k is with your current provider, it's possible you may not have to take your RMD from that 401k. Wow. Okay. That's good to know. Now, earlier in the show, you were talking about differences between traditional and Roth 401ks. But can you also talk about what you see as some of the pluses and minuses of each of them? 
Yeah, Tony. You know, if you expect to be in a lower tax bracket after you retire, you know, you may want to stick with your traditional 401k so that you can utilize tax breaks immediately. However, on the flip side, you know, if it's likely that you're going to be in a higher tax bracket, you know, after you're done working, a Roth 401k might be the ticket because it may help you avoid, you know, some paying taxes, you know, later on in life. For example, you know, if you're early in your, you know, if you're early in your career and your salary is still in the, that entry level range, a Roth might be a strong move because your salary is going to rise as you're, you know, as you grow in your career. Now, I think it's probably time to get to one of the more critical questions that everyone has when it comes to 401ks. What should we do with a 401k when we leave our job? What should a person do when they leave their job? What do they do with that 401k? Well, you know, Tony, really what what you do with your 401k when you switch employers is something that countless Americans are really going to face at some point during their working life. And it seems to be happening more and more often with people changing jobs. In fact, a lot of workers may be confronted with the dilemma multiple times, right, as they retire as well. Now, essentially, you have four options. You can withdraw the money. You can roll over your 401k into an IRA. That'd be your own personal IRA. You can leave it with your old employer, or you can move it into your new employer. Now, like most things in our financial lives, there are advantages and drawbacks to each of these options. Yeah, and I I think, Corey, that uh, the listeners would benefit if you could give us a quick rundown of each of those four options. Yeah, no problem, Tony. So let's get started with withdrawing the money. Now, I want to be very blunt with this one. It's usually a bad idea to go this route if you're younger than the age of 59 and a half, unless you're really in a bind with something that's a true emergency. Remember, the money will be taxable in the year you withdraw it, but you could also potentially be hit with an extra 10% early distribution tax if you're younger than the age of 59 and a half, unless you qualify for one of the IRS stipulations that would give you an exception, such as permanent disability. Now, there's also an exception if you separate from service from your job after the age of 55, but it only applies to the 401k from that employer that you just left. With Roth 401ks, your contributions can be withdrawn tax-free and without penalty, but bear in mind those earnings are taxable if you're younger than the age of 59 and a half, and they may be subject to the 10% early withdrawal penalty as well. So again, before you take a withdrawal, highly recommend that you meet with a financial professional just to discuss your options, uh, just to make sure you understand before you pull that trigger. Well, wow. You certainly made a strong case for only withdrawing your money when you leave a job as the a last resort. And I know you've talked about that before. Why don't you tell us about rolling your 401k into an IRA when you leave your job? Yeah, no problem, Tony. You know, by moving your money into an IRA, you may be able to avoid getting hit with taxes right away while also maintaining your, you know, that account's tax advantage status. Another potential benefit is that the IRA typically gives you more investment options that your employer plan does not have because you are limited on what you can invest into at an employer. So the IRS has significant roles for rollovers. So, you, you know, you may not want to, you know, you, you're definitely going to want to work with a professional who can help you navigate those. Also, your 401 money can be rolled over within 60 days of withdrawal to avoid any types of taxes and penalties. Now, I will say this, Tony, if, as, the, you know, as we're discussing these four options, 
The one I do recommend more than anything is to roll it over into your own personal IRA because you can take control of that going forward. Yeah, you do have more control. That's a great point. So what can you tell us about leaving your 401k with your old employer? You know, often, in a, you know, an employer is going to allow a formal, you know, a, a formal employee to keep their 401k in their old plan, though you can't continue making contributions, you know, after you've left the company. Additionally, in many cases, if you have less than $5,000 in your 401k, you know, your former employer may make you move your money out of it anyway. Um, again, I don't recommend this particular one just for the fact that, hey, you're no longer working there, you're not contributing and then, you're, again, your options are limited to whatever they have to offer. Yeah, plus, Corey, I, I, I've read that billions of dollars are left in accounts that are never collected because people nowadays have so many different jobs that they might forget about it, right? That's that's correct. If you forget, yeah, 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 you have a good chance to forget about it, um, which is not a good thing. No. Um, so, so by rolling it over into your own personal IRA, you know, you're going to get monthly statements and they kind of know where you are month yeah. to month. Yeah. It's, it's better to have it, uh, consolidated at that point. And uh, I know that, uh, so what can you tell us, uh, then about the fourth option, moving it to a new employer? So let's say you leave a job, you're going to a new job and you have that money move from your old 401k into the new company's 401k. Well, well, Tony, definitely depending on the new company, you may be able to move over your previous 401k into their plan. Now, just like with an IRA rollover, this can help you, you know, keep the accounts of tax deferred status and avoid getting hit with taxes. Now, going this route also means much of the rollover work is left, you know, left to the new, you know, the, the new plan's administrator. And again, you're not going to control it. You're, you're only going to be able to invest in the options they're, they're providing you. Well, this is great information to have, Corey. And, and today, of course, we're breaking down some of these key basics of 401ks. So what do you have for us now? Uh, what's next regarding 401ks? Well, you know, throughout the show today, Tony, I think we've gone, a, you know, we've really done a good job of breaking down what 401ks are and what makes them important. For the remainder of the program, I think we should discuss ways you can look to get the most out of your 401k. Now there's a US and News World Report article titled 10 Strategies to Maximize Your 401k Balance. And I do think it offers some really great advice. Tip number one is to not accept the default savings rate. You know, new employees are more than likely, you know, more likely than ever really to be automatically signed up for a retirement account when they begin their job. Now with that, it's common to have 3% of their pay funneled into the company's plan. While 3% isn't, you know, isn't insignificant, you should strongly consider beefing up that number a bit, especially if you're eager to maintain your current lifestyle after you retire. Yeah, and I know that that is the default, uh, at least uh, the last couple of companies I've worked for. It's, you know, they'll start you off at 3%, um, but you really want to bump that up, uh, really, especially if, as you get older. I know that that's a big deal. And I think that's a really good piece of advice today. And it can be just as easy to take that automatic rate and forget about it. But there are clearly good reasons to push your savings percentage as high as possible. Yeah, Tony, and just like we discussed earlier, you want to make sure you're getting your employer's match. You know, we talked about this one earlier in the show, but let's quickly just kind of review that. You know, that it, it's, it's really common for an employer to match 50 cents for every dollar you save up to 6% of your salary. So if you don't take advantage of it, you're essentially leaving free money sitting on the table. 
Next, you may want to strongly consider, you know, staying with your employer until you're fully invested in your company's 401k plan, which is generally five or six years. You know, some companies offer a vesting schedule that allows employees to keep some of their match, you know, before they're fully, you know, vested, while others require people to give it all up um, of their match if they leave the company before their vesting date. So you need to make sure you understand those rules. Well, and that brings up a really good point, Corey. I mean, plotting your next career move while factoring in when you'll be fully vested with your current company, it seems like a smart play to me because obviously if your company says you're fully vested after six years and you've been putting this money in and and the company matches uh, going in, uh, if you leave the company before the six, you lose that company match. Uh, but uh, so if you're saying, I got a new job, I'm going to quit and it's three months before you're fully vested, you might want to rethink that. I mean, that's a lot of money, uh, to leave sitting on the table when you could just wait uh, a week or two weeks or a couple of months, uh, to get fully vested. Good point. So what do you have for us next? Well, you know, the, really the next step is to make sure you're maximizing your tax your tax break. You know, as we discussed earlier, traditional 401k lets you defer paying income tax on the money you save. And you can currently contribute again up to $19,500 into your plan if you're younger than 50 and $26,000 if you're under the age, you know, if you're actually older than than 50. Sure. So what is what do you have to say about Roth 401ks? Well, you know, the, the biggest advantage of a Roth 401k, Tony, is that it has it's a really an easy way to diversify. You know, as you know, Roth 401ks use post-tax dollars, which means your eventual withdrawals are going to be tax-free. So for young workers or lower wage workers who expect to climb a, you know, climb tax brackets as they grow in their careers, this can make them very valuable. Now, for those already close to retirement, a Roth 401k may be a good way to add some tax diversity and financial flexibility to your portfolios. No matter where you're at in your career, you know, contributing to both a traditional and Roth 401 or a Roth IRA or 401k, it's going to be a solid strategy for you. Well, sure. And, and you've got to make sure you're taking advantage of your 401k options. And that's another good reason to work with somebody like yourself, right? I couldn't agree more, Tony. You know, the next thing really to focus on is not cashing out too early, which is something we also noted earlier in the show. So let's go a little, you know, a little bit deeper into that. Most people, Tony, are likely to switch jobs, you know, more than once, if not multiple times during your careers. While it may not be, you know, while it may, I guess it might be tempting to spend the cash in your current 401k, don't forget that you're also going to pay that 10% early withdrawal penalty on the top of the income tax on your withdrawal. So also when you withdraw your 401k money rather than rolling it over, you know, you're sacrificing potential growth, um, you know, in your 401k, you know, for retirement. Wow. Well, and this is all really important, but we're, we've run out of time for today's show. It just flew by. Uh, is there anything else you want to add, Corey, before we have to go today? Yeah, Tony, I know for our listeners out there today, we've definitely have covered a lot in this episode. And if you'd like more information about what we discussed about 401ks, I really encourage you to visit our website at safeharboroh.com or feel free to give us a call at 614-760-0670. When you do call in, you know, we can answer uh, any questions you have or maybe any concerns you have about your 401k or even your retirement plan. 
You know, it's our goal at Safe Harbor to help you prepare for the retirement you've worked so hard for. And really the best way to do that is, is to actually set up a complimentary no obligation meeting with me. And again, you can do that by visiting our website at safeharboroh.com or just by giving us a call at 614-760-0670. All right. Thanks, Corey. And this concludes our episode today of Financially Fit Radio with our host, Corey Sickles. Join us soon for another episode of Financially Fit Radio. Take care and we'll talk to you again soon. Thank you for listening to Financially Fit Radio. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, contact Corey Sickles at Safe Harbor Retirement Group. Call 614-760-0670 or visit their website at financiallyfitoh.com. Corey Sickles and Safe Harbor Retirement Group are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.